Hey y'all, it's Angel, your best friend who happens to be a therapist. I still can't believe they talked me into doing a podcast, but here I am and here we go. I'm not gonna lie to you, we gonna talk about everything. Nothing's off limits, the good, bad, and the ugly. So put your seatbelt on and enjoy the ride. friends, today I want to talk about grief and loss. When someone thinks about grief and loss, you assume that someone died. But it's not always about death. It's about loss. The loss of a job, the loss of a relationship, you know, whether it was a co-worker or a friend or, you know, you and you beefing with a cousin or, you know, it was a romantic relationship that ended, right? Or it can be the loss of a tangible item of value. Or you don't like the neighbors, you know, and you're ready to leave. So now you gotta say, oh, I gotta give up this apartment that I absolutely love, love the location because now it's too much ratchetness moving in and I don't feel safe or whatever the case may be. Or an heirloom, if you lost an heirloom, have you all ever lost something that your, your deceased, you know, family member gave to you or a deceased, a friend that gave to you like a ring or something like that. I mean, I've definitely lost something and I definitely grieved the loss of it. But of course it does also apply to death. And recently I will share with you all that I lost my aunt. And um, so that's kind of what prompted this. That's not kind of, that's actually what prompted me to do this topic because I feel like I um, have, I don't want to say a unique uh, point of view about grief and loss and death. I would say it's not common. So let's start here. The five stages of grief, right? So the five stages Denial, when you don't want to believe it. Anger, when you're pissed off about it. Bargaining, when you're trying to, you know, negotiate and figure out, well, could I have done something different? Or I wish I would have talked to them before they died. Or, you know, trying to understand why did they die so soon? Or, you know, that that's the bargaining. And then the depression, also sadness, you know, where you're going to feel sad that you lost something valuable or someone valuable. And then there's finally acceptance where you're like, yeah, I, I lost that person, but now I'm in a place where I'm at a place of understanding and I'm getting to be okay with it. Now, these five stages, they vary. There's no, there's no proper way to grieve. There's no wrong way to grieve. You just do you and you go through your process. We are all individuals and we are all gonna do this grief and loss thing differently. And this is a cycle and there is no specific, there is no rhyme or reason as to if you went through anger first and then you went to sadness and then you went to denial that you might not go back to anger before you get to acceptance. Some people still have not gotten to a place of acceptance. Even after 10 years, 20 years, however long it's been, some people haven't gotten there. And that is where I kind of feel like I am a little different in that way. Because acceptance is one of my beginning stages of grief and loss. 
And of course, it is absolutely 100% that attributes to my faith, right? Because I am, everyone knows this, there's no secret. I am a child of God for sure, 100%. And I know that if I lose someone or something, um, if it's someone, I know that they're, they went back to God. And for, and for me, that makes me happy. And I know that sounds kind of weird, right? But it, it does. You know, when I think about a loved one of mine dying, it's more happiness than sadness. Yes, I'm gonna be sad because I'm gonna miss the hell out of them, right? I'm gonna miss them. I'm gonna miss what we shared, what they brought into my life, what I brought into their life. You know, I am going to miss that. And that is where my sadness comes from. That's where the depression comes from, right? For me personally. But I am happy for them. And that is where my acceptance comes in. They get to go live with God, y'all. Like, I mean, heaven is the place of perfection. With God is perfect peace. I'm gonna let that sink in for a second. Being with God is perfect peace. And how could you not be happy for someone that has perfect peace? You know, it's it's almost like, how dare I not be happy for them? That's something that we strive for on earth. I mean, not perfect peace, but peace. You know, we're trying to get some, some peace here on earth, right? Uh, so to know that when you cross over, that you get to experience perfect peace. There's nothing but bliss that comes to my mind. There's nothing but bliss that fills my heart. So while my aunt did just pass away recently, I am so happy that she is in perfect peace. There's no pain. There, She's with the people that left her. You know, so the people that she's been missing, like I'm missing her, but the people that she's been missing, she gets to be with them. She gets to get all of her answers. Every question that she has ever questioned while here on earth, she got all those answers. You know, she gets to see her mom and dad again in a place of perfect peace. You know, people think I'm so petty because I be thinking like stuff like, you don't even have to pee. Like you don't even have to like, you don't have to pee anymore. You don't have to get up and brush your teeth. You know, you don't have to do like those asinine things that we know that are important, but we still, you know, <laughs> that are kind of like tedious things. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to worry about money and paying a bill and owing this person or doing this or having to achieve this goal. You don't even have to, you don't have no goal setting. All of your goals are accomplished. I, it, there is nothing that you would ever need or want. When someone passes, that is the first thing that comes to mind for me. They got, they got everything. They not gonna need or want for any or every, anything ever again. So I offer this to you to try out. If you lose someone in your life that's important to you or that makes you sad, please, it's okay to be sad. You know, and that's another thing I wanted to let you know, it's okay. All of these stages are okay. It's okay for you to be pissed, especially if they're gone too soon, right? If you feel like they've gone too soon, especially when you see like a child die, that's like one of those things that like, I mean, it hits me right in the gut because I have children, 
you know, so, and I, I just can't imagine. I just, it's one of those things that you just pray and you say, Jesus, please, I never want to feel that. I never want to understand that. Never, never want to be able to empathize with that. Right. Like that's one of those things that you beg and plead for. Like, please know Jesus. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can, I, you know, I don't want that for me, but it happens and it's beyond our control. And those are the things that, you know, I might sit in my sadness for a little bit longer than, you know, if they were elderly and, you know, it's like, wow, they lived a life of 85 years, you know, and you you could just kind of move straight to happiness, but, you know, and the acceptance, but, you know, you might feel some anger because you're like, that, that was a senseless murder. Like, wow, how could someone do that? How could someone do, you know, and, and, and that's, that's part of the grief and loss pro process. And those are okay to feel. And I'm not saying that I don't feel them. And I do. I feel them. I go through those. It's just that I feel, I think mine are a little bit shorter than most because I have that eye on the prize of their imperfect peace. And sometimes I have to purposefully go back to that, you know, if I'm sitting in sadness. I have to purposefully say, no, but angel, they're in perfect peace. And there is nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that. So knowing that your loved one is in perfect peace, hopefully brings you in some type of acceptance and happiness. Now let's talk about losing something. Right. So if you are experiencing grief over and loss over a relationship or a tangible item that you lost that you probably you probably won't ever get back or find or you just hope one day to find. But then sometimes later on, you get to see after some time goes by, you get to look back and you say, glad that's not in my life anymore. But after that time goes by and you look back, you see that maybe it wasn't so good for you. Or either way, there is a benefit in it for you. I'll give you an example, right? One that we've all experienced, which is a breakup. You're with this person, you're like, oh yeah, they're, you know, they're great. I'm feeling good, they're feeling good. And then the relationship goes sour, right? You're sad, you're lonely. You're like, oh, this sucks. I wish I could talk to them. I'm used to talking to them. Because a lot of things are habitual, right? Where you have a habit of talking to that person. And that's kind of really kind of like the hardest part is breaking those habits. You're used to seeing that person. You're used to talking to that person. Even though it may not have felt good all the time. But it's that, it, it's, 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 it's that change that's uncomfortable that we talked about before. Change is uncomfortable. And then, you know, you break up with that person, some time goes by, you're sad, you know, you're angry with them for whatever they did to cause a breakup or angry with yourself for whatever you did to cause a breakup. Then you start that bargaining part where you're like, well, maybe if I would've did it like this, it wouldn't have happened. Or maybe if they would've did it like this, it wouldn't have happened, you know? And then of course the denial, like, I can't believe they did that. Why would they do that, right? That's that denial. <laughs> And then after the time goes by, you start to accept it and say, well, you know what? Maybe it's for my own good. I don't see it or feel it right now, but maybe it's for my own good. Then that time goes by and then you look back and you're like, I'm so glad I'm not with that person no more. Or 
I learned a lot from that person that made me a better partner in my relationship today. You see how those benefits are still there? You know, that whole glass half empty, glass half full, but I am a glass half full kind of gal. Didn't I wasn't always here. Didn't always live like that. My family would tell you, I, you know, I, I used to be in, in that, in that season of why me? I don't know. Why did I get the short end of the stick? Why this? Why that? I went through a season like that. In this season now, it's I am in a place of glass. The glass is half full because I know that it's for my benefit. I don't see it. I don't feel it. But I know because of my faith and I will figure out one day, whether it's here on earth or when I get to that perfect piece and get my answers, I will know eventually that it was for my benefit and for my good. So I hope you guys can take some of this, apply it, that if you lost something or someone, that you get to a place of that glass half full where it was for your benefit some way, somehow. Take that lesson, apply that lesson for your future to make you a better person, to make better decisions. And if it's a loss of someone that you loved, just remember that they're in perfect peace and try to be happy for them. Thanks for listening to I'm Not Gonna Lie To You podcast. Subscribe for more insightful and down-to-earth content. And don't forget to follow us on social media at an Angels Touch 8 on Instagram and an Angels Touch Therapy on Facebook.